Approaches. Blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, they can't hold a flame against you, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, got the game, it ain't no issue, blowing the whistle, I had enough with you, the championship, it is gone, ain't listen to you, I can't give it to you, cause you don't know what I've been on, this is the coaches, podcast, ripping up everything, off that, What is going on, everybody? Welcome back into the Fantasy Coaches Podcast. I am your host, as always, Coach Steve, guys. We have a fun episode for you guys today. Obviously, we are in the heart of week three here, Thursday Night Football tonight. You know, Giants, 49ers, you know, Saquon, no, Brandon Ayuk, really sucky. Uh, But we have a lot of games to get through today, guys. We have a lot of news to get through today. Uh, so let me introduce the crew as always. Coach Jibs, brother, welcome back to the show on your own location, my friend. Uh, yeah, present today and back at home, you know, uh, it feels good. Ready to get this Thursday process going. I saw that you guys uh, changed the um, start and set show. I kind of like the format now, and I'm looking forward to getting into this today. Yes, absolutely. And of course, Coach John will be here soon enough. He's stuck in a little traffic, but... We had to get started, so he will be with us momentarily. So uh, we'll hopefully get through the news, and by the time we finish the news, he will be on. So there's a bunch of shit that happened this week, guys. Obviously, the main – I don't say it's the main thing, but this obviously a trade is always a fun main thing to talk about here. And Cam Akers has been traded from the Los Angeles Rams to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, They're swapping a six and seven-round picks uh, in, like, 2026. But Cam Akers has a new home. So, Jibs – what is this take on Cam Akers rest of the season in this backfield now? Oh, my God. I was bewildered yesterday after reading the news. Like, <laughs> I know I have Madison in a couple of teams, and, like, he's, like, an RB2, but now it's looking like I just lost him to, like, the year <laughs> for, like, a season-ending injury. But um, as for Cam Akers, I think um, as the season progresses that he'll get, like, a bigger role and a larger role because we've seen Ad- Madison perform over these last two weeks, and this guy is running ragged. He's getting barely 3.3 yards per carry. Um, even if uh, the Vikings do find their running prowess, I don't even think it will be good for either of them because the Vikings just want to pass, 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 pass. Cam Akers isn't going to be a ball catcher and running back. I can see Madison doing that a little bit better, but it's just awful for both sides. I wish Cam Akers went somewhere else. Yes, as to, as do I. I mean, I know the relationship with him and head coach Kevin O'Connell. It makes a lot of sense in that in that regard. But to be honest, I they think I think they're basically the same kind of running back. They're just bigger backs that like to run up the middle, and they're not explosive running backs. Like everyone talks down on you know Alexander Madison. It's like oh he doesn't have a lot of fifteen yard runs or twenty yard runs, whatever it is. Well, neither does Cam Akers. He's got 12, 12 runs of fifteen plus yards over his four year career here now. You know. And if you look at all his games, yes, he has two stretches of games where he is just amazing. But the rest of it, it's really not that great. It's just as good as Alexander Madison's. And even into this year, Cam Akers and Madison, what difference have they done so far? Uh, So for me, it's just like this is backfield eventually is just going to get split, to be honest. I think that's what's eventually going to happen. I think you might have one more good week in Madison. We'll get that in a few um, but this is going to probably be a split backfield. You're going to do the hot hand approach and it will kind of, kind of go about from there. So, uh, unfortunately upsetting, but, uh, we do have a question in the chat today. Hey, what's up guys. Hope you're doing well. Need your opinion. 
uh, on this trade. I have Stefan Diggs, and someone wants to offer me Raheem Mostert and Richard White in exchange. Uh, is that good? I also have Chubb before the injury. So basically, you're trying to get rid of one of your high-end wide receivers to get some running back depth here. So, Jibs, how do you feel about this? I don't really like it, to be honest. If I'm trading Stefan Diggs, I want a freaking high-caliber running back. I know uh, Rashad White looked good last week, and so did Ryan Yostert. But um, things could change. Uh, I know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' uh, run attack isn't that really good. You see a lot of inefficiency there. And Mostert's been pretty dynamic, but, like, you don't want to also hold on to him just in case, like, a trade happens or Jeff something Wilson changes. And plus, he's always injured. So I'd rather get a higher-end running back than two RB2s or RB2, RB3. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I probably wouldn't do this either. I mean, if it's, especially if it's PPR, uh, I definitely wouldn't do it. Uh, again, Mostert is solid, but we all know he's a 31-year-old running back that has injury concerns. Uh, Rashad uh, White, you know, he was fine this past week, but he's been running very inefficiently. Like, I don't know. I would rather trade Stefan Diggs straight up and try to go get like the Jonathan Taylor, the Austin Eckler type uh, a player right now on your team here and, and go that direction here. Cause I, I don't want to trade for two mediocre guys and I'd rather trade for one big guy and then l- look at the waivers and find your next running back. If you need, if you're in desperate need for one. Again, these guys are going to – again, they had their boom weeks this week, but it's not going to be like that consistently for me. So I would say no on that trade. Um, uh, back to the news here. Obviously, this is a terrible one. We just mentioned it. Nick Chubb out for the season. The terrible, terrible knee injury, tearing basically every ligament in his left knee. Uh, enter Jerome Ford. And then a couple hours later or the next day, <laughs> Kareem Hunt signs with the Cleveland Browns. So what do you take of this backfield here, Jibs? Uh, it's Ford's backfield to, to own right now. I know um... – they let Cream Hunt go. He's been sitting on a couch for two weeks plus training camp, and then they finally brought him back. So that kind of tells you what they thought of Cream Hunt not having him on the team as of now. So it's Ford's world, and we're just living in it. Hopefully he can stay up because I am getting tired of these running back injuries. They're driving me nuts. Yes, the zero Aubrey approach is always the best way to go. But, uh, yeah, Jerome Ford was someone I really liked. I thought he had three-down capability coming into the league here. Uh I, I don't think the Cream Hunt signing is saying that, oh, Jerome Ford isn't trusted. I think they do like Jerome Ford, but they this is a Cleveland Browns team that obviously wants to try to win this division here. They want to bring in a, uh, a veteran presence. Remember, Ford's only in a second year, so is Strong. They, they wanted that veteran presence on the offense. Cream Hunt knows the offense, and I think that's why they brought him in here. Now, could there be a possibility that Hunt takes over? Absolutely. But from what we saw from Cream Hunt before his last year in Cleveland – really wasn't that good. I mean, very inefficient work from him. He's also a 28-year-old running back now. He's not a young sprout anymore. Um, so, again, Ford is like a borderline RB2 right now moving forward. You know, I think Hunt has some potential, but I don't think it's going to be consistent like we used to know about him unless he takes over this backfield. But I still think this is Jerome's backfield to lose. Uh, we have Cameron in the chat. Cameron, what's going on, buddy? What's good, Cameron? Uh, can you help me pick out my flex this week? Full point PPR, Javante Williams, Drake London uh elijah moore zay jones i believe zay jones may not play this week so that that will that'd be a little easier for you uh jibs how do you feel about this i'm trying to see who's playing who i already forgot <laughs> elijah moore has a lot of uh opportunity against the titans uh this coming week but it's hard to trust his volume he would be playing him as a desperate flex play uh and then it really comes down to really javante and drake london cool. and it's like who do you trust more like i i trust that 
Javante is going to see 12 carries in this game and at least a couple catches compared to Drake London seeing six targets. So I think I would yeah. go Javante Williams here. It's a safer play. If you it's want Drake London, for sure. that's a, that's the risky upside play with him. If you want to go that approach, if you want that upside play, I think it's Drake London. But I think Javante is the smarter move for your flex spot this week. I agree with you. I, I might just roll with Drake London anyway. Uh, I could see that Lions game being a high-scoring affair. That's the although, only reason. Although, like, high-scoring doesn't mean Drake London is going to be a 10-target guy. It could be, like, 6 for 40. It means the running backs scores. both have 20 carries apiece. That's what it means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> of course, uh, Bryce Young, uh, back into some fantasy talk for this week. Bryce Young is out for week three with an ankle injury, so Andy Dalton is getting a start this week. Uh, which could be maybe a little bit beneficial for these wide receivers. Again, we'll talk about that during the matchup. And then stars are not practicing today. Uh, Austin Eckler, Jamal Williams, Odell, Justice Hill, uh, Christian Watson, Dave Montgomery, Anthony Richardson, uh, Jalen Waddell. I forgot to add that in there. Uh, so there's a lot of potential not great of some actual star players that might not be starting this week or playing at all this week. Uh, and I just threw this in there. Trevon Diggs, corner, star cornerback from the Cowboys, torn ACL practice today. Hate to mm. see that from a guy who's who's been really good in this league. And Cameron's got another one. Be uh, Brian Robinson Jr. over Javante Williams. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll talk more about that during the Bills game. But yes, I absolutely would do that. All right. So unfortunately, we did not get John back in time for the start of the show. But I'm sure he'll be here momentarily. So let's get into it. Again, we're starting at the top here: the Tennessee Titans and the Cleveland Browns here. And the question of the game. Can we trust Deshaun Watson in a one QB league right now, Jibs? In this uh, matchup, <laughs> it's very hard to trust them, but I think I'll roll with them this week. Uh, the Titans are stiff run defense. We know the Browns have lost Nick Chubb, so they're going to be relying on Jerome Ford. That means Deshaun Watson is going to actually have to pick up some of the slack. So I could see him having probably his best performance to the start of the season. Uh, the Titans gave up three hundred, two straight three hundred passing performances um so i know deshaun watson is basically a 225 passing yards kind of guy but i could see him actually getting close to that 300 yard plateau and putting up a low end qb1 finish this week i don't hate it i don't hate it um for me like it's just for me just so hard to trust the inconsistency of what he's providing out there on the field here i mean the matchup does favor him slightly which is great um but I don't know. Like, I'd rather avoid his situation, and I'd rather go a different direction if I could. It's just that, like, the, the the turnovers, the sloppy throws that he's been making there, it's, like, not trustworthy to me, even in a, in a favorable matchup here. So I would probably sit him and look for a different direction if I could. But, again, there might not be so, but would would attempt to at least. Um, players you start, obviously, Derrick Henry and Mark Cooper. I think I, I like Elijah more, but it's risky. Um David Njoku, some sits. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, Tajay Spears, Kareem Hunt. I'm not playing Kareem Hunt yet, obviously, in his first game. <laughs> uh, Traylon Burks, Chico Conqua. Um, and then real quick here, I mean, do you start Jerome Ford? Yeah, I'll start Jerome Ford. It's a tough matchup. I know it's a tough matchup. It's a very tough matchup. 50 yards. We saw what Josh Kelly did last week, who was in the spot start, just like Jerome Ford. And it, and it wasn't was really good. It yeah, was it wasn't good. <laughs> But um, yeah. I'm willing to start him because, like, you're looking at your RB options, like, especially if you're decimated, like, me on some of my teams, like, your RB2 is basically yeah. going to be some guys. <laughs> like, you're going to be starting RBs with that are ranked, like, 24 to, like, mid-30s, and it kind of sucks right now. But you got to do. He's getting the volume. Yeah, I mean, 
you have to know that if you're starting Jerome Ford that you might be forced to, it's going to be a very low-scoring outing for him. There's no upside in this game. The Titans haven't allowed a 60-yard rusher since week three of 2022. Uh, so unless he's catching a touchdown or getting a touchdown or seeing enough yardage in the receiving game, you likely want to sit him, but you might be forced to start him because there might not be other, other any other options because he is the workhorse back, hopefully for at least this game for this uh, Cleveland Browns. Uh, Diamond Peoples-Jones has a favorable matchup, but you really just can't trust this target share that he's having. Uh, do you start, do you play DeAndre Hopkins? <laughs> Woo! Hopefully. Yeah, I'm going to play him still. I know he's been kind of nagging with these uh, injuries or so, and I know last week he didn't practice at all, but he played and he had a slow start, but he seems to be the guy who's moving the chains for the Titans. I'm not expecting like him to have a 2021 Hopkins game where he's getting all these targets and converting, but I think he will be viable option for your wide receiver two spot on your team. Yeah. I think he's a, for me personally, I think he's a better flex play. Cleveland Browns Mm -hmm. have been really good against wide receivers this year so far. And as long as, I mean, if Hopkins is going to see seven or eight targets, he's, he's good enough to flex, but I wouldn't expect much upside in this play for this week. This game could be really low scoring and it could be really bad. Um, Odie has a question. Mike Williams or Josh Kelly this week? Well, obviously Mike Williams is playing the Vikings and Joshua Kelly is playing the Vikings. Uh, <laughs> so who are you playing here? Oh, wow. It's, this is a pretty good one because like the Vikings are bad versus receivers and running backs to a degree. And we saw what um, uh, my man uh, DeAndre Swift did last week. So I'm going to go with Josh Kelly. They seem to be leaking on that run defense and there'll be less variance and targets to be divvied up between him and Keenan Allen. Right. As long as Austin Eckler is officially out. Yeah. I would go with Kelly. Uh, I would only go to Mike Williams if it was full point PPR, but if it's half, uh, I would then rock Kelly as long as they're out. So, um, uh, so says 10 man, non PPR, need a flex. So standard league, Damien Pierce, Nico Collins, or Chris Godwin. Nico Collins. Yes, I would go <laughs> Hands Nico down. Collins. Yeah, he's the number one wide receiver on this Houston team here. They're going to likely be behind. Jags are not a great secondary. Uh, so I would I would take the wide receiver, even over Damian Pierce. Damian Pierce has not been good this year. Uh, Penny Connors, uh, I got Dig starting for sure, but I need a wide receiver too. Flex and flex. Pittman, Mike Evans, or T. Higgins? Uh, Pittman, Mike Evans, no T. Higgins. Yeah. Depending uh, on Joe Burrow's health, of course. Yeah, but it might be too hard for... Um, Maybe he might not have enough time by Sunday. We might. I mean, I'm sure by Saturday we'll know about Joe Burrow. But if not, uh, if Joe Burrow plays, Mike Evans and T. Higgins. If no Joe Burrow plays, I would go Michael Pittman and, and Mike Evans. Then, so at that point, uh, oh, appreciate the sub. We thank you so much for that. Every Monday and Thursday, tune in. We appreciate it, Cameron. No need to say sorry for the questions. That's what we're here for. Keep and them Penny, coming, Cam. Yeah, keep them coming. And Penny, absolutely, congrats. Uh, actually, Laporta or Njoku? Laporta, for sure. Laporta. He's seen at least six targets a game so far, and he's been consistently getting like 40 to 50 yards. Good matchup for him in this week. So Njoku is just not seeing the target share or performing with them. So I'd go over the rookie in this matchup. All right, so over to the next game here now. We have the Atlanta Falcons-Detroit Lions here. Uh, question of the game, do you start Kyle Pitts? Is Kyle Pitts still a start in week three? <laughs> Yeah, he is to for me at least. Like I know tight ends are basically a wasteland at some points, but um, fortunately for Pitts, his matchup's pretty juicy. The Lions ranked third 
and the most points allowed to opposing tight ends. They also have given up the most receiving yards to tight ends so far this year. Um, and you look at the game logs, you can see like team tight ends just performing well with like the Blake Blau scoring a touchdown, Noah Gray. And then like last week, you had the threesome of Ant, Parkinson, and Will Disley all performing well. We just got to hope Kyle Pitts could stay on the field, garner the targets, and don't let Jono Smith ruin the day. That's the only thing that could get in his way. Otherwise, I believe Kyle Pitts is in a good spot for a start. Obviously, if it doesn't come through, we're going to be pulling our hair. Right, yeah. I mean, unless you have somebody as your backup that you know that is going to be a good play. Like, I would start Hunter Henry over Kyle Pitts. I'd start Sam Laporta over Kyle Pitts. You have to almost start him because of his upside potential that he does offer, and it is somewhat of a favorable matchup. I mean, you're not going to get anything. You're not going to get more than six points for most of your bench waiver players anyway. You're like your waiver tight end, so you might as well start Kyle Pitts and and hope that maybe eventually he hits hits big. So uh, I would still start him. But, yeah, it is getting closer to him being like, do I really want to start him? I mean, it's almost there, but I think another game will really decide that factor. Uh, some starts, Ujara Goff, uh, B. John Robinson, Drake London, St. Brown, Josh Reynolds, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs. Uh, you sit, I'd probably sit Tyler Algier. I don't really want to start him. I think he's going to get you like 11 carries for like 50 yards, and then that's his game right there. Um, Desmond Ritter, again, he's an okay start in Superflex leagues. I just, you know, it's a favorable matchup for him. Do you start again if Dave Montgomery's out, and I'm assuming he's going to be out? Do you take a chance like on an RB two flex with Craig Reynolds, or is it not there for? The, it's not there to trust that. It's not there for me to trust. Like it's fine, I respect. We that. don't know. Yeah, we. Like, really I know he can split time with um, Jameer Gibbs, but what can that be? <laughs> you know, like it could be anything. He didn't yeah. run efficient last week. I think he had three carries for seven yards. Even Zonovan Knight could get a little work in there too. So I, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't start him. You might have picked him up, but I probably wouldn't start him if you could avoid starting him. So, all right. Over the next game, New Orleans Saints and Green Bay Packers here. Question of the game What's a better play, Michael Thomas or Romeo Dobbs? Uh, can I go with Michael Thomas in the first half of the games? <laughs> but uh, regardless, I'll take, <laughs> I will take him over Dobbs on face value. Both defenses are strong versus opposing wide receivers, but the Packers have played the hapless Bears and the run addicted Falcons. In my opinion, I think Michael Thomas has less variance than Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs was definitely going to have to fight with targets with Christian Watson, if he's Jalen Reed, Aaron Jones has gotten the practice in. He's a great receiving he's guy. So at the end of the day, Michael Thomas has a clear role playing about 80% of the snaps. He has 17 red zone targets to his name while Dubs has eight so far. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree with that again. I don't think either are great plays, but I, I would probably rock Michael Thomas if I had to pick between these two here, but some people might as uh, in your flex option. So uh, it's definitely not, they're not great plays, but if you had to pick one, and I feel like a lot of people are on these borderline flex plays with both of these guys here. Uh, Michael Thomas is at least getting, you know, six or seven points a game. I'd, I'd rather take that than Romeo Dobbs' variant, especially if if Christian Watson does come back. Uh, some starts here. I would start the running backs, Kendra Miller or Tony, Tony Jones Jr. I, I think this could be a really good game for both these guys here. The Packers' run defense is, has been terrible this coming season so far here, and, and I would take a shot on these guys. If you're, if you're looking for an RB2 flex RB guy, both these guys make a lot of sense. Uh, if you start Chris Olave, I like Rashad Rashid this week a lot. I think the big play downfield is might win them this game. If Aaron Jones plays, I'd start him. Uh, if Christian Watson plays, I'd give him a go. I uh, wouldn't start any Saints tight ends uh, outside of the Taysom Hill situation here. A.J. Dillon, I probably wouldn't start either way. He's just been not looking great all season so far. 
Uh, Derek Carr and Jordan Love, again, they're not really great starts in one QB leagues, and they're very like risky starts in super flex leagues this week here. I think both teams could be very – this could be a very low-scoring game, and both of these guys do kind of scare me overall. Uh, and then Taysom Hill, like, this is the tight end you would start. Like You could start him in your tight end, and you should roll with that if you are in need of a tight end because if these two other running backs like Miller and Jones don't get on the board – uh, Hill is going to see another like six carries in this game and could get 50 yards with that. And, and if you're tight end spot, that's pretty good for a tight end for the week. So I would, I would look that direction if you're looking for a tight end to start this week and you don't have anyone. Hey, coach John, welcome hey. to the show, buddy. How are you? Coach Steve. Sorry, everybody. Uh, coach John was stuck in some traffic. Um, all the snowbirds are starting to come back into Florida. That's okay. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. All right. Uh, let's get over the next game here. Question of the game, John, you can start us off. Do you trust any Denver run, wide receiver in this game? I mean, trust is a seriously big word. I don't know do if you I play, trust. Do you play I, I would, any of these Denver I, I would take a I would take a stab at some of them for sure if you're, you know, dependent on um, what you need and, and things like that. I don't – I'm not quite chasing the Marvin Mims game yet. I want to see a little bit more um, – you know, he's still a great bench stash. I want to see a little bit more volume go his way. Um, but yeah, I think you you can you can play Judy and and Sutton as sort of wide receiver threes. Um I, I but I'm not like putting them in there with supreme confidence. Uh but I, I think in a game that they're gonna have to throw to keep up with Miami, I think you could you could play either one of those guys. I, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Jibs, we're going to ask you a different question here now. Uh, do you play oh, Russell Wilson? Do you play Russell Wilson in a one QB league this week? Uh, I don't know. Nah, I'm good off Russell Wilson. Okay. I, I, I respect it. I definitely respect it. Um, like I said, this game has a lot many sits I have. I mean, you could sit a lot of these guys, but I, you know, there's, there's no clear sit. Um, you know, like Tua, the Denver Broncos running backs, Raheem Mostert, Tyree Kill, all starts. Again, if there's no Jalen Waddle, I don't know if I have a Dolphins receiver that's worth starting. Like, there's definitely someone who's going to go off. Like, I just can't predict who that guy's going to be. Uh, the tight ends both have favorable matchups, but again, they're likely players you're not starting, but they are favorable. So it's just something to put out there. Jibs, you get the question of the game here on this one here. I want to go back and forth with you two. Do you trust – are you starting Alexander Madison this week? <laughs> and if, if, if Cam Akers starts – if Cam Akers active, do you – is that going to scare you off of Alexander Madison? Yes and yes. Um, <laughs> like I said before, the freaking – it just sucks. The Vikings are extremely pass-happy. They just – and when they do decide to run, there's no room for them to make it count. So, like, 3.3 yards per carry is gross. And the reluctance is even more mind-boggling. So um, before the Acres acquisition, he was averaging nine carries a game with three receptions per game. That's 12 touches, and it's barely going for 50 yards. So I don't trust anyone with a profile like that, even if the matchup isn't that bad. Right. John, you can answer this question, too, because I like to get different opinions on Alexander Madison's. I know there's different opinions out there, so. Yeah, I mean, I was um, not the biggest Alexander Madison fan to begin with this offseason. And then the addition of Cam Akers just makes it even muddier. He, like Jib said, he's looked inefficient in the first two weeks. They clearly don't want to give him a ton of volume. They love passing when you have Justin Jefferson. I get it. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I, I'm off. I wouldn't play him. Even if Cam Akers isn't active, 
I still am not like trying to get Alexander Madison in my lineup. I think if you're, if you're unlucky and you lost Chubb and Barkley and you're like really scrambling, like I would play Madison over Matt Burita. Like if you, you know, if we're talking like that level of starter, um, but I'm, I'm just so sour on all of this Alexander Madison situation. Yes. It's very upsetting, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm still starting him. I'm, I'm still going to trust him enough to play him as an, as a low end RB two this week, borderline RB two, because the matchup fits. I mean, it really does fit in this matchup here. I mean, the chargers have been, have been really bad against running backs this year. Um, and I, I really do this team tries to start running the ball because they need to run the ball. They can't just throw, throw, throw. They're obviously losing games when they're just throwing the ball one after the other. So uh, I'm going to trust Alexander Madison enough in this game uh, to play him as a borderline RB2. I mean, you start both quarterbacks. You start Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, TJ Hawkinson, the Chargers, RBs. Jared Allen the only set I really care about because I don't like his matchup at all this week. KJ Osborne, he's not really a start, but he definitely could see a touchdown in this game very easily because it is going to be a high-scoring game probably. And, you know, touchdowns could just fall anyone's way at that point when it's a shootout. So I just wanted to mention his name. Uh, we do have a question from Peking here. Pick one, Joshua Kelly, Clear Herbert, Damian Pierce, or uh, Christian Watson in this game uh, and this weekend. Um, Josh Kelly. Christian Watson is – what's his practice situation? Is he still he practiced yesterday and he didn't practice today. Oh, that's weird. And, and LaFour said the plan was for him to run yesterday and rest today. So. so. That's a weird, that's a weird plan. Well, it looks like but, he might play this weekend. So. Yeah, I think Christian Watson in out of that grouping gives you the most sort of upside. Um, but so I guess kind of dependent on the rest of your roster. But I, I'm okay with uh, Josh Kelly or Christian Watson. That would be kind of my my pick. Yeah, um, I, if as long as Austin Eckler out, which I think he's going to be, uh, I'm going to start Josh and Kelly. Yeah, sorry. Confidently. That's assuming Eckler is still out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if not... I think Clear Herbert's the safest of the bet of these guys here because Damian Pierce has just been so bad. Uh, I don't know if I want to start Watson coming off an injury, so I probably would go Clear Herbert in that sense. So, all right, over to the next game: the New England Patriots and the New York Jets. Here, uh, this is going to be a really rain game. It's going to be raining like crazy here on Sunday in, in New Jersey here. So, um, uh, all right, uh, I don't know who was back up on. I think it's John on the clock here. John, John's up. Do you are you starting any Jets run? Uh, Jets running backs in this game in your lineup in a lineup in a lineup it's not I'm not starting Dalvin Cook if I'm starting either one it's going to be Brees Hall and I mean I don't think I would I would try I don't think I would I think the Patriots defense is shown to be you know formidable it's going to be a sloppy rainy game um, low scoring but Brees Hall, as we saw in week one, is one of those guys who's just a play away from making your fantasy week. So uh, if you're going to play either one, it's Brees Hall. I wouldn't even look Dalvin Cook's way. Um, and I would have to kind of rank Brees Hall as a low RB2 with, you know, a big play. A big play could obviously make his week. Right. I like it. All right. Uh, Jibs, you know, uh, like I said, there's some starts here. Ramondre Stevenson, Hunter Henry are basically the only starts I really have. I mean, some sits are basically every single court, all the quarterbacks, all the other wide receivers, all the other running, the Jets wide receivers, Mike Kosicki, Tyler Conklin. Uh, we talked about Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Uh, are you starting Garrett Wilson? No, I don't have a Garrett Wilson share. So, <laughs> I mean, would, If someone asked you, would you start Garrett Wilson? I, would you say I, I still I'm saying think, no. <laughs> you're saying no. It's, I think the rain. No. 
the rain affects it for sure. Like I don't think in a downpour of a game, you're not going to want to start him. But Garrett Wilson, just in a like in a vacuum, like we're just talking outside of this in general, I would continue to start Garrett Wilson because I think he is just that talented that you have to. Uh, and it sucks that you get another season with Zach Wilson at quarterback. But in this game specifically, if it is going to be a torrential downpour like they're calling for, I would probably shy away from Garrett this week. Yeah. Bill, good old Bill is going to find ways to shut down the number one option. And that's scary. Oh, he's going to see Christian. He's going to see a lot of Gonzalez. He's going to want to show Zach Wilson, throw to throw to Randall Cobb and, and uh, Alan Lazard and see if you beat me that way. Cause I'm not letting you beat me with Garrett Wilson. So I would Randall, start him. Randall Cobb's going to have like eight for 150. He probably will. He probably will. It's probably going to happen. I would lose my mind. Yeah. It, it, it could happen. Uh, Devontae Parker, uh, again, the rain game definitely makes it hard, but, uh, a wide receiver four and a three wide receiver league. It's not a bad play. I mean, he saw all the snaps in week, week two here. He saw all the targets. I wouldn't, I mean, the number one opposing wide receiver, the jets have played have all produced, you know, you go to Diggs, you go to lamb. I mean, Parker's the number one. So maybe there's potential for him to have a decent game. So that's kind of why he's on the line. So that's where I, my head was with that. Uh, Bill's commanders here. Jibs. Are you starting a commander's wide receiver? Ooh, if I have to start, it's going to be McLaurin. Um, the Bills passing defense has been pretty solid this year. Obviously, they got like some missing pieces from last year due to injuries. They give up the ninth fewest points to the position, but they allowed opposing number one wide receivers on both teams they face to reach at least 11.9 half PPR points per games. And both Wils- uh, both Garrett Wilson and Devontae Adams scored a touchdown in that game as well. So I'm not opposed to starting McLaurin. Jahan Doxson, he's playing the snaps, but he is not getting any production whatsoever. It's just McLaurin deep and Brian Robinson up the middle. Yep, 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 yep. Definitely not. Definitely not great. Uh, some other starts you could obviously do is Josh Allen, James Cook, Brian Robinson, um, and Stephon Diggs. Some sits. I'd probably sit Sam Howell. I'd sit the Bills backups at running back. I'd sit any commander tight end this week because I just think it's going to be a split. Uh, John, how about Gabe Davis? I liked what I saw last week. Um, you know, it's I, I think again, you have to try and I know it's only week two, but you have to try and think back and remember the hype around training camp was they were loving Gabe Davis. You know, he looked great. People were talking all up. Um, and so, you know, week one, I think was a bit of a fluke week two. We started to see a little bit more of that consistency, seven targets, six receptions um, had the big touchdown. So uh, Gabe Davis to me is a perfect flex play. Like he's just, you know, he's one of those guys where he could go off and get you a hundred and a touchdown and all of a sudden it's a great week for you. So um, I'm okay. I'm okay. Plugging Gabe Davis in. I, I feel, I feel what I saw last week brought back a lot of hope that he'll be, he'll be good. Yeah. I like hey, it. Mems could beat him deep. I think Gabe Davis could beat yeah, him that's deep true. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. one of my points. So <laughs> Uh, the Bills tight ends, I'd probably sit them. They're still splitting time. I think Dawson Knox is actually a little banged up right now, but the commanders have been really good for the most part against tight ends this season. Uh, Antonio Gibson's interesting uh, because I expect the commanders to be behind, so Antonio Gibson's value will likely shoot up. But even in last week, he just really didn't do too much to give me confidence to even flex him this week. So I'd probably I'd probably still sit him in, in this matchup. So. Mm-hmm. All right, over the next game here, the Texans and the Jaguars. 
Uh, who we, who's back up? Is it you, John? Johnny boy. John, Ooh. is Damian Pierce to start this week? Um, no, I don't think, I don't think he is to be honest with you. He hasn't looked good. They're, they're throwing the ball at a ridiculous rate with CJ Stroud. They're, they're not, they're changing their identity basically overnight. Once they got the quarterback of the future in their eyes, uh, I don't think the team is committed to Damian Pierce. I don't think Damian Pierce is a must give the ball to type of running back. So I'm, I'm off. I think it's, you know, the, we talk about it all the time, how some of these like low draft capital running backs will have a great season. You know, James Robinson, they'll have a great season out of, out of nowhere. And then they kind of fade into mediocrity. And so I think that's, what's happening with Damian Pierce. He's just sort of fading into mediocrity. So I'm, totally fine sitting them this week. I don't, I think it, they're going to have a tough go with Jacksonville. Uh, Jacksonville defenses look solid. So I'm okay. I get it. If you're in a bind and you're in that situation where you lost Barkley and Chubb or all these other guys, and you're in a real crap situation and you have to start Pierce, I think you can, but I'm not, you know, I'm not going out of my way to get them in my lineup. All right. I like it. Um, so like I said, you start Travis Etienne, you start Nico Collins, Evan Ingram, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, you sit Dalton Schultz, uh, Jibs, do you fl- potentially flex Bob Woods and Tank Dell who looked really good last week? Yeah, I'm definitely uh, down to get Tank Dell in my lineup as a flex. Bob Woods has been pretty, he's just holding the lunch pail, man. He's getting there six catches, probably like 60, 70 yards. And I know it's kind of weird trusting a 30-something-year-old receiver on the Texans, but sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And one more point, like I find it funny that Damian Pierce has a 2.76 yards per carry. He's not That's good. worse than Alexander Madison. And he's like, <laughs> bad. He's bad. bad. And watch him. He looks bad. It's like sometimes you see stats and you see numbers and you're like, eh, you know, what's the real story here? Go watch Damian Pierce. He just doesn't he's look not good. good. He's, he's not, not a good good. runner. I keep telling people he's not a good runner. Um, the quarterbacks are definitely could be very questionable this game. You know, CJ Stroud is a rookie and, you know, rookies kind of have up and down games here. So it's kind of like risky to like fully confidently start him. Probably better than Superflex leagues, obviously. Trevor Lawrence, last year, Trevor Lawrence against the Texans, he averaged 200 yards passing, zero touchdowns last year against the Texans. Wow. I don't know. Tr- yeah. To me, Trevor Lawrence could be a big bust this week. I'm, very cautious to want to play him. I would really look for another option if you can, but just, I mean, if you have to start him, you have to start him, but I would consider looking other ways over Trevor Lawrence, just throwing it out there. So uh, we do have a question in the chat. Should I trade uh, Chuba Hubbard for Alexander Madison? Why not? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, they're both, I mean, to me, they're both running back fours, fives. Like, yeah, I mean, I Alexander guess. Alexander Madison's a running back four or five. In my, at this point, in really? my mind, uh, yeah, dude, I'm not. I, you're you, off Alexander Madison. If, <laughs> in my mind, if you're a running back two, you're pretty much in my lineup almost every week. Like that's, in my mind, that's a running back two. If you're a running back three, you're probably like, you're in consideration week in, week out. If you're a running back four, it's like if you're in a good matchup in the right situation, I'll play you. And that's what I feel like with Madison. Like if you're in a good – if the matchup is great, you're in the right situation, maybe I'll give you a look. And and I feel the same way with Hubbard. Like if the matchup is right and and things look good, then I'll give you a chance. But it's, neither one of these guys to me will ever, you know, take over their backfield, go for 100 yards and two touchdowns. Like it's just like these – both these guys are just like – I mean, okay. They're both Damian Pierce. Like, they're fine. 
Jibs. <laughs> but, hey, but my man probably picked up Hubber off the waivers like, yeah, this week, yeah. or last week, and he's trading for a piece that was drafted in round five that lost considerable, considerable value, but I'm still down to get a slight upgrade, even though the optics aren't as good. Yeah, sure. I'm still willing yeah. to make the trade, so. Sure. Yeah, I, w- I guess, it, yeah, I would do the trade, but to me, it's like, you know, you're... Yeah. Nothing. I just came at you a little bit. Making uh, agreed. I'm starting carry on and Kelly over Pierce. Good play. And he said You're Pierce is such an NPC. That's great. All right, all right, Jib. So back on for you, my friend. Um, Zach Moss is he a start for you in week three? Oh, I think it says must start, and that's no. Um, <laughs> the matchup it will be difficult versus the Ravens. They give up the fifth fewest points to running backs. They're holding opposing running backs at 57 rushing yards per game and 33 receiving yards. The Ravens also have not allowed a touchdown to a running back so far this season. So I do like his, uh, his prospects more with Minshew probably starting, but I don't think he's a must start running back. He could be a low end RB two this week. I respect I respect it. All right. Uh, so like I said, I, I do like Gus. Uh, I think Justice Hill is probably going to be out. So I do like Gus Edwards this week. Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews, Zay Flowers, Michael Pittman. Uh, we don't know in the quarterback situation, obviously, but I'm sitting Richard Bateman. I'm sitting Odell. I'm sitting the Colts tight ends. I'm sitting Alec Pierce. I, it looks like Gardner Menchu is going to start in this game. But we did have a question in the chat from Andrew. Um, you know, would you start Gus Edwards over Najee Harris this week? Yes. 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 <laughs> yep i would yep. Can absolutely yep. consider that yes yep. especially if there's no justice hill absolutely andrew i think you can definitely start gus edwards over Najee harris Najee stealing money yes Najee stealing <laughs> money yes absolutely yeah and again the colts quarterback overplay is a, is, is a decent super flex play i think i think they're going to be good enough to do something with that so let's just want to throw that out there uh next one on the board here the panthers and seahawks john is miles sanders a start this week um, yeah, I think he is. I think, you know, and this is, this is exactly what I mean by like your RB two. Like I think Miles Sanders is an RB two. He's probably going to be in your lineup almost every week and you just take the lumps. There'll be good games. There'll be bad games. Um, you know, the problem right now is it's, you're not getting Bryce young. You're getting Andy Dalton as your quarterback. So I think there won't, you know they're they who might knows throw the what ball gonna, more with that though. yeah yeah who knows what they're gonna do there like it's just so you're getting a little kind of risky here with Andy Dalton but I to be honest the offense might be just as fine with Andy Dalton as it is with Bryce Young so I, I'm still comfortable starting Miles Sanders all right all right uh so obviously some other starts uh Ken Walker I think Adam Thielen's personally a start that's my own opinion obviously mm-hmm. DK Metcalf Tyler Lockett Hayden Hurst I think gets back to the starting role um, sitting Andy Dalton, I, uh, he might throw them more, but I don't trust Andy Dalton. Uh, you know, I'm sitting all the t- Seahawks tight ends, um, sitting JSN personally, because I just don't think there's going to be enough for him to actually see a big game. He hasn't even had a big game yet. So like, why start him? I just, you know, he's going to get you seven points. I, I can't trust it. Uh, DJ Shark, Jonathan Mingo, uh, Zach Charbonnet, all personal sets for me. Uh, this is probably, I mean, Chuba Hubbard, I had him on the border because of the pass catching ability with Andy Dalton potentially, uh, mm-hmm. but Jibs. Geno Smith, one good game, one really bad game. Uh, do you start him in a one QB league? Let me look something up real fast. <laughs> no. no, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, Carolina seems to give up the seventh fewest points to the position. Uh, they haven't allowed a quarterback to go over, let's say, eight 
fantasy points and four point passing touchdown leagues. So I know Geno Smith has the weapons and stuff, but I don't think it's going to be a high upside game whatsoever. Yeah, I'm very you know, Vegas has the be bad. Vegas has the over under at 42 points, so it is probably not going to be a high scoring affair. Yeah, and Superflex leagues, he's he's becoming a very difficult choice that I might force myself to start him because I have to. So, uh, Peking is back again. Uh, Najee Harris or Jerome Ford? <laughs> <laughs> i would go back to jerome ford i mean oh. i'd go back to Najee still i'd still yeah, go Najee. sorry yeah. i'd go Najee still the yeah. matchup is slightly uh, it's definitely easier than jerome ford against that titans defense yep. raiders just allowed james connor get 100 yards it's a little easier yeah. so yeah Najee harris still over jerome ford personally i'll there. take him 30 carries but yep he'll get the 100 yeah i'll take it <laughs> all right uh jibs is justin fields will start in one qb league Ooh, barely fields in one barely. Um, barely, yeah, barely. Uh, I don't know what the hell's going on over there. The passing looks pedestrian. The coaching staff seems to put field on a leash. Um, I think he really has like four design runs so far this year, but I just don't trust him against the Chiefs. The, the Chiefs defense has been playing pretty damn good for a team that's paying their quarterback like $500 million. Um, they have allowed Jared Goff and Lawrence to have below average passing numbers. I think they combined for one passing touchdown, 234 yards, and they scored 11.6 fantasy points as an average between them in four point passing touchdown leagues. Uh, if Justin Fields is not running and the passing attack looks blah, I don't know how he's going to fare well against this Chiefs defense, even if it turns into a higher scoring game where Justin Fields has to kind of open himself up to score for the bears. The Vegas odds have the chiefs at minus 14. That's the pretty big <laughs> freaking margin. Um, so, yeah. Um, so you start Mahomes. you start, I think Isaiah Pacheco, you start Travis Kelsey. I think you start Cole Komet. Uh, I'm not actively trying to start any bears running back. Cause I feel like they're just capping themselves and it's going to be a matchup where they're not going to run. I don't think with the running backs too much, you don't obviously start chase Claypool. Uh, the wide receivers for the chiefs. I mean, you're, I, you really can't start them, but if you want to take your shot on one of them, like Sky or Tony, you take your shot, but like it's really hard to start one of them. Uh, John, do you go back to DJ Moore once again this week? Um, oh, Jesus. Um, probably, probably not. Uh, probably not. I honestly, Sounds like not, saying until, no. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Until I see more from. You know, we we listen. We expected Justin Fields to take some level of a semblance forward in his passing, and he hasn't. And so, it's funny. Like I have faith fantasy wise that Justin Fields can figure it out with his legs, but that doesn't help DJ Moore at all. So I'm I'm kind of out on DJ Moore until we see something out of this offense of, of that's less you know chaotic and sporadic and. I don't know. I just think you could just as easily get a 15-point game as a zero-point game with DJ Moore, and I'm just not willing to risk that. Yeah, I, I can respect that. I can respect that. Uh, I just wanted to one one that about Darnell Mooney. He was out last week with an injury, but he should be back on track to play this week. The Chiefs have given up like 80-plus yards to slot wide receivers this year, and Darnell Mooney has been playing in the slot this year, so he could be one of those like really surprised sleepers this week that ends up doing very well and obviously having dj Moore not have a great game so i just wanted to throw that out there uh if you're looking for like a desperate play you need something yeah darnell movie could be that for you this week here's a question for you 
Darnell Mooney or one of the Kansas City wide receivers? Oh, man. I think, still, I, think <laughs> I, like, I, would go, I think I would go back to Sky Moore still and give him another okay. shot to have another good game. And then Darnell and Mooney then. Okay. So, I was just curious. I was just curious. Yeah. <laughs> we have some more questions in the chat here. Um, let's see. We have Blake here. Start oh fields God, or yeah. golf? Fields is killing me. <laughs> I'm yeah, going golf. I know. Trust I, would golf. Go, I would go golf. golf baby. Crazy. Yep. Yes. I would go okay. golf too. There's one more here. Ah, yes. CD Smitty. Uh, do you drop DeAndre Hopkins for Miles Sanders? Trade. Oh, does it trade? Oh, you trade. I'm sorry. Trade yes. DeAndre Hopkins for Miles Sanders. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I would. I mean, it, I, I don't think D Hop is um, really the game changer that he was before anymore. So um, I'm okay with that, especially with how tough running back market is right now. Right. Yeah, I absolutely would. I don't think Hopkins is going to last the entire season. So that's <laughs> all right. We'll go to the next question here. We have a question Fields or Daniel Jones tonight? Oh, God damn it. I'm going fields yeah. still. I would go. Fields. I would still go fields. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so. That's a. Yeah, it's a tough, tough one. Dis- there, tough decision, I man. I hate. Feel. I hate that decision for you. Andrew's got another question here. Would you all start Jordan Addison? I got Allen, Keenan Allen, Nico Collins, and George Pickens starting. Yeah. I would be starting Jordan Alice Addison over George Pickens um, in this matchup. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. There's more. I think. Yeah. yeah, I'm okay with that. I would start Addison and Pickens too. That's fine. Yeah. Chips. Um, I'll start. I'll start Addison over Collins. Actually, I would. I would be okay with that too. If you wanted this, either one, honestly, I think I would. St- I would start Addison either way. If you like Collins better, if you like Pickens better, but I would definitely start Addison in some way if you can. Uh, Tingley has a question here. I got a game tonight. I got Debo. He's starting tonight in my flex or pass. And should I go with options like Chris Godwin, McLaurin, or Pickens? Get him out of your flex. <laughs> yeah, definitely get him out of your flex. Yeah, first of all, get Second of all, um, I, I like Debo this week. I know it's. I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game, but Ayuk is banged up. I, I think he's out he for might, this game. So he's out. Yeah, yes. then you got to kind of go with Debo. You gotta. You gotta kind of. You got I would go with Debo way. if you don't like Thursday night players, and I don't really like Thursday night players. I get it, and I would go with Godwin. But if not, definitely stick with Dia, Debo. Yeah, I just yeah. think there's there's. Yeah, I like Debo without – that's the thing with the, the 49ers. We've said all the time, we like all the pieces. There's just too many pieces to like. So you take one of them out, and now I'm I'm okay with starting both Kittle right. and Debo. Right. Oh, we're getting questions of the bats. I love it. Uh, I love if, if Waddle doesn't play, do we start Sanders or Pittman? Ooh, ooh if Waddle doesn't also, play. Also, for starting running back, Sanders or Mostert, and lastly, Pittman <laughs> or Zay and Flatfoot for you. So, all right. Uh, Okay, if if Waddle doesn't play, do I start Sanders or Pittman? Lastly, Pittman or Zay Flowers. Okay, so I w- okay, so if Waddle doesn't play, I would play Zay Flowers over Sanders and Pittman. It, I think, and then starting running back. Well, I think he's Sanders got a flex, or- and he's probably got an RB and he got a wide receiver more than likely here. It seems like. Okay, okay, okay. So I I, I like honestly I, I like I think I like Mostert. Zay Flowers and Pittman out of this collection. However, you can start those. That's how I would start them. I would sit Sanders in every scenario. That's, that's yeah, 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 that's, yeah, sure. that's, I yeah. I guess that's yeah. the way to say it. Yeah, I wouldn't. Out of this collection of people, I think you could sit Sanders. Yes, and then go Stay with every other one. Yes, yeah, sit Sanders in that. Uh, Pickings back again. Pittman or Mike Williams? I have Herbert. Mm. Yeah, I'm starting the one that matchup that's forty three that fifty three over under. So I'm going with Mike Williams. Mike yeah, Williams. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm taking that combo if I could. Uh, Peking. 
Uh, we have another question here. Do you trade Rashad White for Josh Jacobs? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Run to the bank. Yes. Open yes. your app. Dude, accept that yes. now. I would break my thumb hitting accept. That's how yes. hard I would hit accept. Yes, he was one of my buy low candidates after week two. So, yes, yes. absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's see if we get one or two more teams in for the night here. Uh, Cowboys, Arizona. Again, this one's kind of shitty. Let's let's skip this one here. You start sure. your Cowboys. That's <laughs> about Cowboys, it. That's the best Cardinals. <laughs> yes. You don't really play James Conner if you can. Just sit James Conner if you can. Um, yeah. All right, uh, this one should be kind of interesting. Steelers, Raiders. Uh, again, do we start George Pickens? I know we kind of mentioned him a bunch in the show, but do we start him? Do you, are you comfortable starting uh, George Pickens? Um, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I think with, um, you know, with uh, the injury to um, Deontay Johnson, that obviously opens up more passes to go Pickens way. And it's nice that they're not just giving him these stupid nine routes. They're actually using them in a legit wide receiver format. So I like the, what's happening with George Pickens, but I, I'm not like in a situation where I feel like he's a must start at this point, but it's definitely trending in the right direction for the rest of the season. I, I would... You know, depending on your other options, I, I think he's a fine, you know, flex wide receiver three, you know, in that. And then with obviously George Pickens has the talent to to make a big play. I respect it. Uh, Jibs, I'm going to ask you a different question. Jacoby Myers, you know, he had a big week one, man. Uh, do you go and start Jacoby Myers in the, in this matchup? Hmm, that's a tough one. It is a tough one because he's like borderline like on waivers, but like you could flex him potentially. So how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Gotta check the stats. Because <laughs> um, I thought I was going to get this question, but I, I I would be down to start him as a flex wide receiver four if need be. Like the Steelers are giving up production to wide receivers. I know Devontae Adams is the leading dog right there, but Jimmy G has to throw to someone where he's covered. And the Steelers have given up some production to wide receiver ones and wide receiver two. So I do like the prospects of there. And I would also start Pickens because the Raiders have given up. They're, they're tied for the most passing touchdowns to wide receivers for four. Yes, they are. So yes, I'll do that. They are, they are absolutely. Um, like I said, you start Jacobs, you start Harris, you start Vontae Adams. Uh, I would sit the quarterbacks personally. I don't, just don't think they're going to have great games, especially to have like passing touchdowns. Uh, Raiders, tight ends, I'm sitting. Other Steelers wide receivers, I usually just can't trust Al- Allen Robinson and Calvin Ridley, uh, Calvin Alston at the moment. Uh, Pat Frymuth has been a big disappointment. It's a favorable matchup, but I probably don't want to start him. Jalen Warren is like more of like a desperate flex play because it could be a good game for him, but very desperate um let's see we'll quickly go through here um do you start deandre swift that's a big question of the weekend do you start deandre swift guys i would i would i would um i think he i think you just I have mean, to right like you just have to throw him showed, out there and hope for the best he showed so much in that week too like you know that's what you you know that's what everyone's expected deandre swift to be for the past three years it's like finally it clicked and so do i think it's going to happen every week no probably not but the fact that that's a potential outcome should make you confident to put him in your lineup um you know i don't think kenny gamewell is just going to come back and dominate 70 percent of the snaps again like he did in week one i think that's exactly gonna what's going to happen john i don't i don't think so i don't think so um but you know i've obviously been wrong in the past but i think you have to kind of i think you, you you can and probably should start deandre swift yeah chips 
Uh, I agree as well, but I'm also worried. I don't think Gainwell's playing 70% of the snaps, but I'm worried that he will siphon off some of that third down and receive an upside that we saw DeAndre Swift have last week. So um, they're going to rotate people. They want to keep some mm-hmm. people fresh. So I'm a, I'm starting, but I'm not thinking like 174 rushing yards again. <laughs> yeah, whatever he had. Yeah, something. Yeah. I mean, you start him over the Giants players, that's for sure. You start him oh, over maybe sure. Jerome Ford this week. Um, but like you, ha- you're starting him. You have to know there's a big risk with his game. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, and you start a lot of people in this game. You start the quarterbacks. I think personally, I think Baker's a really strong superflex QB two. You start the wide receivers. You start Dallas started. I'm really sitting Rashad White in this game. I really, I want nothing to do with him in this game if you can. Uh, don't really tight ends a favorable matchup. The Eagles allow the most t- fantasy points to tight ends, but Kate Auden just hasn't really been getting the ball enough to trust him. But that is a stat to just know there. And then last but not least, the Rams and Bengals. Is Carrion Williams a must start? So far, yeah. Until until proven otherwise, you gotta you gotta go you with to it. Throw him out there. Yeah, yeah. he's running, staying in my lineup. Yeah. Running backs in Sean McVay's offense tend to be pretty good. So besides I'm, Cam Akers, <laughs> well, well, no, he was good when they gave him work, and then they yeah, decided yeah. to just healthy scratch him every other game. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah I'm I'm keeping Kyron in my lineup until further notice. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I said the rest of it, like you start Stafford. We kind of mentioned Stafford earlier. You start Puka. You start, I think you start Tutu Atwell in this game. He's just been, he's been doing very well over two games in a row. Like why not take another seven for 70? I'll take that. Um, do you start the, do you start the jet, ja- ja- the, the Bengals wide receivers? If there's no Chichi, uh, no Joe Burrow, do you start those guys with still, or do you like not start them? If that's the case, you might not have that option by the time, you get to Monday, but if you did have an option to start someone else's, and there's two games going on, do you start them? I mean, I don't know. I think you always have to start Chase. I think you just have to be too talented. Um, Higgins, you could pivot away from, um, depending on your option. I wouldn't pivot too far. I wouldn't pivot to a guy like a you know Tank Dell, but you could pivot away from Higgins if you had to. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't have any chase shares, but uh, I do have a bunch of Higgins and he's all been relegated to the bench. So <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to mess around. Like I already got the one for, I mean, the zero point game in week one, and I don't want something closer to that as well. So no, 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 no. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up our talk for tonight, guys. We had a lot of fan- fantasy questions, which we obviously love doing because we want to, we love to answer questions, guys. So we appreciate you all in the chat tonight. Uh, whether you came in for a few minutes or for the whole time, we, we appreciate it. Uh, again, uh, John, if there's anything you want to say before I do my finish spiel, I'll let you go. Nope, I got nothing. I'm just excited. You know, every Thursday, guys, jump in the chat. These conversations are great. Questions are great. Um, you know, we're here to help and inform and uh, hit that subscribe button. We're getting we're, – we're slowly creeping up. We're getting there. So hit it. that sub button. We'll have some fun this year and, and hopefully win a bunch of fantasy championships. Yes, uh, and jibs. Good luck. Pray no more injuries. <laughs> yes, no more injuries, that's for sure. But, again, like I said, guys, we appreciate whether you're listening to us live, and I would re- highly recommend if you do at our YouTube channel, at The Fantasy Coaches. Uh, we do like, we do this PowerPoint, and it's fantastic, I think. gives you a nice uh, overview of all the teams that we go through each and every single week. Again, guys, we're here every Monday and Thursday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we do I do a Sunday show for about 30 minutes on Sunday around sometime in the morning whenever I get to it. Uh, so tune into that. If you have more questions on Sunday, tune back in on Sunday. It's a good 30 minutes, somewhere between 930 and 10. I usually will do it. 
And as always, if you have any fantasy questions and you can't get us here, obviously, uh, hit us up over on our Twitter at Coaches Fantasy. Happy to answer any fantasy questions, waiver wires, trades, starts and sits, whatever you got. Um, we're here to help you guys win some championships. And again, thanks for tuning in. Tune in till next time, guys. And have a good one. The bag is not far-fetched. We got a couple of clock hands. I've been feeling super duper. How the heck they know the future? Come with me, don't be a loser. Grass is green like pooper scoopers. Clueless analysts don't do the half of this. In fact, I'm backing this by asking if y'all remember that tough act interacting. Shh, like boom, running like zoom. The highest and mightiest entered the room. High up the knowledge, I'm feeling the fumes. All players covered this nuts as legumes. Opponents are doomed, and these are the facts. I keep it 100 like I'm running track. Listen up, Jack. I'ma head back. Back to the blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. Go.